0: The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Rev. Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepard. Glad to have you with us again this week. And we've titled this program Three Dimensions. You'll have to explain that one to me, Percy.
1: Well, when you hear the uh, interview today, and when the audience listens to the interview, we're going to understand the three different unique dynamics of this particular person that we're going to speak to. And her experiences and her journey that gives her three different vantage points that allows her to be an awesome individual. All right.
0: I've learned to trust you. So I'll I'll just be patient with that. We'll understand the title, Three Dimensions, in a few moments. Uh, Take us to the Word to open the program today.
1: Absolutely, my friend. Our spiritual nugget for today is found in Romans, the 8th chapter, verses 38 and 39. And it's a goodie. For I am convinced there's something we need to be convinced of, Wayne, that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to do what separate us From the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our
0: Lord. Love it. Love it. Thanks for sharing that with us as we open the program today. You know what? I've learned as we've been on the air now for many, many months, I've learned that you work with some great people.
1: I I am a blessed man. I tell people every day I have the best and greatest job in the world. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart because of the unique. Uh, representation of God's creation that I've had the opportunity to meet, to minister, and work with.
0: It's been a while since we talked about what you do, director of faith-based programs. Now, at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, people of all faiths are welcomed. Perhaps that goes without saying, and yet that faith element is there for those who desire it.
1: Absolutely. One of the commitments of the organization of the Cancer Treatment Centers of America is to understand and be sensitive to the fact that faith and spirituality potentially can be a component that will aid and assist people through their journey and their fight with cancer, and also to be able to provide that as a support mechanism for people who choose to have that support while they are within one of our facilities. And so I've had the privilege now, 21 years of working uh, for many of those years at the bedside, being a chaplain and supporting people who chose to have spiritual support. And now I I work within the corporate office of overseeing our spiritual outreach programs and faith-based programs which this program is part of that and supported through that effort of continually educating and communicating to the public that spirituality and faith can be an important element toward the process of health and wellness. And
0: you do a terrific job, which leads me right into our resource we're offering to listeners today, spiritual needs of cancer patients. And you've put this together yourself. It's it's a list of scriptures that you can use in ministering to those who are on a cancer journey.
1: Yeah. Thank you for the compliment, Wayne. We, we've we developed this uh, This resource, particularly for the fact of just helping people, again, to understand that people by and large have spiritual needs that should be understood and addressed. And so we've put some things together through some topical uh, categories, for example, to know how much God loves them to find courage and strength to fight the fear that cancer brings, uh, to know God is more powerful than cancer, and then to provide some scriptures that will articulate and reinforce those particular topics.
0: All right, it's available online. You can get it right now. You don't have to wait for it to be mailed. You can download it free, Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients at Health Hope and healthhopeandinspiration.com. Coming up, Percy will talk with our guest, and he says I'll understand the title, Three Dimensions, when he talks with that person. So let's find out. Stay tuned.
2: If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease, evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic medicine, along with pastoral care to help maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit health, hope, and inspiration.com to view our cancer related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at health, hope, and Cancer Treatment Centers of America care that never quits.
0: You are tuned in to the weekly broadcast, Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepard, and we'll hear again from Percy in just a moment. Have you considered the spiritual needs of cancer patients? Maybe you are a cancer patient yourself, or you're a caregiver. What about the spiritual needs? You can download a free resource right now at healthopeninspiration.com called Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Now, once again, here's our host, Percy McCrae.
1: Well, with me today is Yvonne Thomas, who is a medical assistant who works in the clinic at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America at Western Regional Medical Center in Goodyear, Arizona. Thank you today for being with us, Yvonne. How are you?
3: Hi, I'm well. How about you?
1: If I was any better, it'd take two of me to handle it, that's <laughs> for sure. We want to talk about being a medical assistant. That's what you do. That's who you are. And I'm not so sure... Uh, if many people are familiar with uh, the role of medical assistant, but it's one of the more growing aspects of the healthcare community, what is a medical assistant and what do medical assistants do?
3: well a medical assistant um we have um many hats that we wear so um take in mind if you know what, the, what a what does then a medical assistant um pretty much can do um about the same thing now as far as um Scope of practices it may di- make a difference between working in um, in a private office rather than a hospital. So in a private office you may be uh, delegated more duties. So like you can do anything from like um, triaging a patient to uh, doing phone triages, um, writing out preparing your scripts for your doctor. Whereas you, then your doctor just has to um, you know sign injections, ear irrigations, um, help with um, like minor surgery. Surgeries. I mean, the list just goes on and on pretty much a lot of things that a medical assistant can do. So
1: medical assistants are busy people. And you guys, you guys are very engaged in the medical process, working with registered nurses and, of course, supervised by physicians. Mm -hmm. That being said, uh, let's talk specifically about the world that you work within as a medical assistant. That's in the clinic of a cancer treatment center. What do medical assistants, in lieu of what you just described, how does that dovetail into the world of oncology? Let's talk a little bit about the day, not necessarily about any particulars of a patient, of your work as a medical assistant with cancer patients. Mm -hmm.
3: So basically, as a medical assistant, what we do is... um First of all, we're very engaged with, um, with our patients, um, just making sure that we're being sensitive to their needs okay. um, as well as making sure our job as a medical assistant is um, um, getting done. So from anywhere to... Um, do you need a blanket are you hungry to okay we're gonna um, take you down for this scan you may need an injection or um, helping a doctor with a with the procedure and such so um, it just varies for whatever the patient is needing Mm -hmm. that as a medical assistant we feel empowered to do that for them
1: okay and you've been a medical assistant how long my dear
3: over 25 years. Just
1: a little while, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you need to get a career path and decide what you want to do. No. Right. The other thing that I find interesting about you, my dear, is that you also have a background from uh, uh, a scholastic perspective uh, in terms of theology and ministry. Talk a little bit about what you're doing in that area of study.
3: I have my bachelor's degree in theology and currently enrolled at um, Grand Canyon University um, with um, getting my um, biblical studies. But um, what I do is I intertwine that with my with my job is that I actually work in the intake department. So I and actually,
1: intake means what for people who are not familiar with that terminology
3: intake um, is where I see we, we see the brand new patients that come in to the facility. So. When I see them, the things that I've I've learned, um, just just being sensitive to the to the patient and sensitive to to their needs, um, I just allow my faith to to work in that aspect, and then also that um, I'm also a cancer survivor.
1: Okay. So, a couple of things. Okay, let's rewind and unpackage a couple of things. Number okay. one, intake is where patients who enter into the facility for the very first time before they actually begin treatment and care, they get assessed, they do their scans and their tests, et cetera, et cetera. This is the entry point of brand new patients coming into the facility. So, that's where you are in the intake area. Correct. Okay. Beyond that, we've discussed the fact that you also have kind of a ministerial pathway that you're pursuing, uh, and, and that now you're able to amalgamate and uh, utilize some of those ministerial applications of spirituality and faith, being sensitive to the needs of patients inside of the clinical environment. And then also you are a former cancer patient. Uh, may I ask what type of cancer? Are you okay talking about that?
3: Yes, I am. Um, I had breast cancer.
1: Wow. And you're very young again mm-hmm. and, and looking at you. So you, you, you were diagnosed obviously at a, at a young age mm-hmm. and How did you process through that? And and did that have anything to do with why you work with cancer patients today?
3: Actually, no, it did not. Actually, um, since I've been a medical assistant for over 25 years, um, I have worked in every area except for peas and oncology. And those were the two things that I thought that I could not do.
1: And peas would be pediatric? Pediatric, sorry.
3: And so, um, since then I've worked in pediatrics, I did pediatrics for five years and turned out absolutely love it. And then oncology, it was after my journey in cancer, okay. because, um, as going through my own journey, I just realized, and with my faith walk is that what I've been through would be helpful for other people. You know, for me to be a testimony so that I could help other people when they embark their journey.
1: So you've got this trifecta going on. You are a clinically trained professional who also has a ministerial pathway, who also has been on the other side of the table of actually being a recipient of the healthcare system as a result of being a patient. We merge all of that together. And what do and what has that produced? Who are you? What are you?
3: So what that has produced for me is something very amazing. And I never would have um, thought of it this way, especially when I was going through my own journey. You know, you tend to ask why, why me? Why me? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and so um, in that I have learned that everything that I have learned through my journey and everything that the Lord has helped me with put people in my path that was never for me to hold it. It was for me to give it out. So actually, when I um, started working in intake, I mean, that wasn't my plan, you know, so how how great was that to put me in a spot to help these, you know, these people coming in that they're still stuck with you have cancer, sure. you know? And so now me as a person, I'm able to say, Hey, I've done that, you know, ben being Mayor? encouragement for them. I understand what they, what they feel like when they say I'm tired, I can't do this anymore. You know, it, it helps. So when you, when I'm on the other, ta- on the other side of the table saying, Hey, I've been there. Look, look at me. I, I, I made it through. They're, they're so thankful. They like, thank you for sharing that with me. Cause a lot of times people don't like to, you know, disclose that information. Sure. That's what we should do. We should share. We should share with one another when, when we're going through things mm-hmm. because somebody else are, is coming behind us. And so they may need that encouragement to help them through.
1: So, the combination of the three factors that that make the composite of who you are, clinical, faith, patient, what would you say would be one or two aha moments or big things that you learned from the combination of that? I, I think that you're a very rare individual in the fact that you are a compilation of all three of those dimensions embodied in one person. What are one or two big things that you can share with someone listening right now on this interview, uh, either from a clinical perspective or from a patient perspective or from a ministerial perspective, that you've, you've gathered as a result of being that individual walking all three of those paths to help someone today?
3: I have this one patient that um, same type of cancer, breast cancer, very young. So had that in common and had kids, I did too, just very scared. And it was her first time coming in and she just didn't know what to do and um I was able to share my story with her mm-hmm. and she's just like, Oh my goodness, it gave her so much hope hmm. you know, and just thinking that me being willing to share that story with her, mm-hmm. how she she was able to come along that just that first day you know, she would come look for me every visit. It's like, okay, come on, we got to pray. We got to pray Yvonne. And, and so then finally she would come What really got me is because she got to the point what with, um, not, we have to pray. She was like, come on Yvonne, let's just thank God. Let's thank God for what he's going to do. Wow. And so that's, that's amazing. And she's cancer free.
1: Amen. You would say that your life today, as a result of examples of that story, your own journey and path, your own clinical training, your own ministerial uh uh apostolic walk uh that, that's divinely driven. What's next for you? Where where are you headed from here, my dear? That that you have an interesting life that you're living.
3: I don't know. I really don't know. I, um, I'm just gonna, um, just continue my walk by faith and just continue to just go where the Lord leads me because I'm here because he led me here. And I just, I'm just gonna follow his path. So I don't, don't really know what's next for right now. I just know I'm supposed to be here and I know I am supposed to help the patients that come in my path and, um, share Jesus with them. And, um, but I'm excited where I'm excited. I'm ready.
1: <laughs> and I think that when I listen to you and I look at you, the way that I will close this is that the excitement and and being ready as a result of taking all that you've learned, seen and heard is preparing you for the next chapter of life to continue to be available Uh, I've learned that the best ability that one can have is their availability, and you certainly are presenting yourself and making yourself available. Thank you for being a blessing, and thank you for blessing those who you come in contact with. Be well. Thank you.
0: Well, Percy, now I understand why you titled today's program Three Dimensions. We have a living example of that here today.
1: Absolutely. I'm reminded of the scripture that tells us that we have been fearfully and wonderfully created by God in mm-hmm. his image and in his likeness. And I think this this particular interview helps to give us some really uh, 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 great insight to the dimension of this particular individual who's been created wonderfully and fearfully in the image of God From the perspective of the walks that this particular person has gone through as a healthcare professional as a former cancer patient and as one who has entered into formal ministerial uh work uh in the field of ministry.
0: Right. And I love Yvonne's excitement for what she does. It, it's contagious, isn't it?
1: It's clear that she has she's tapped into the reality of her purpose. She's embraced the fact that through the good and the bad that God is with her and for her and at the end of the day she has channeled all of that to the to to understand that there is more for her and the best is still yet to come in her life, and it makes her excited.
0: A reminder that at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, spiritual support is provided as desired by the patient. Now, we're going to take a break, and while we're on the break, why don't you go online to healthhopeandinspiration.com and check out the free resource available, Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients, And Stay tuned.
2: If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease, evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic medicine, along with pastoral care to help maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America care that never quits
0: so glad to have you with us for health hope and inspiration today again we're a weekly program and this program is also archived online so if you miss edition on the radio you can always listen online anytime and go back and listen to past programs as well go to health hope and inspiration.com well once again great lessons from our guest here today yvonne
1: Yvonne was powerful because Yvonne gave us another uh, element of things to think about as one who is part of the cancer community and conversation. She talked about the three unique dynamics that allows her to have ownership of this conversation When we think about people and human beings, I want to take us back to the days of kindergarten and early elementary school art classes where we started to learn how to draw. (laughs) And we started drawing stick people.
0: Some of us still do, but go go ahead. Very
1: (laughs) one-dimensional. Well, the fact of the matter is, Wayne, that as human beings, as God's great creation that's been wonderfully created and uniquely crafted – we're more than one dimension. And mm-hmm. we heard three dimensions mm-hmm. of Yvonne that helped us to understand that she is a trained medical professional as a medical assistant. She is trained in the application of medicine and science with regard to her profession. And she does that, and she's done that a very long time. But along with that, there's also a ministerial component to yep. her where she's endeavoring to further her uh, training and understanding and insight around ministry and focus of ministry. And then, when we understand that, there was another element unique to her particular uh, person that she was a former cancer patient. Amazing. Now, when you put all three of those elements together, yeah,
0: she wraps them with love and compassion, doesn't it, she? It
1: creates a very unique, multidimensional or three-dimensional person that is bringing all of that energy and all of that. Uh, training and 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 experience to bear with within the framework of the cancer community and people that she sees and serves every
0: day. I want a person like that on my side. Don't know about you. I, listen, <laughs> I
1: would love to have her living at my home as a as a personal assistant. Again, we live in the day and age where we have personal assistants for everything, for training and for you know, administration. What it would be like to have someone with those type of unique dimensions to them, bringing to the table care, medical expertise and spiritual support every day to the cancer
0: community. Yes, and again, she is professional in the way she goes about her work which I appreciate as well.
1: Professional, but she you can tell that she is in love with being a loving, giving, caring person cares, yes. who is nurturing health and wellness mentally, emotionally, spiritually and physically. To people that she comes in contact with. And that's a powerful combination.
0: And the encouraging thing is there's many more just like her. Absolutely, my friend. All right. Hey, let's talk about the resource we've made available this week. It's available right now to download Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients. How many of us want to be able to come alongside people who desire it and really minister God's word to them, but we don't quite know what to say sometimes?
1: Well, I think the other element of that, and that's absolutely true, Wayne, but I think there's an aspect of that also of, again, maybe having a pre-inscribed misnomer about what some spiritual needs are of individuals. Okay, So we want to help to balance, counterbalance, provide insight, and maybe reinforce some schools of thought with sound biblical basis of things in terms of what the spiritual needs of cancer patients are. And again, we framed it in the context of cancer patients because Mm -hmm. they have unique needs, mental, emotional, physical, that would have to be true from a spiritual perspective. Now,
0: you didn't just pull this out of thin air. First of all, this is taken from God's word, this encouragement, but this is based on your years of experience at the bedside of many, right?
1: And that's the important component here. Nothing that we're doing or saying here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration, it's just just being pulled out out of the ether this is based upon years of not only my individual experience but also collective ministerial chaplaincy experience in the healthcare field so with that We want to reinforce everything that we've talked about today, and we want to end our day in understanding that God's word is an important mechanism for us. And so our closing uh, scripture for the day, our spiritual nugget, is found in Romans, the eighth chapter, verses 38 and 39. And again, we open with this and we close with this because we want to shout victory today. For I am, I am convinced, and hopefully you are as well, that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, would be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord today.
0: Thanks for listening. Hey, don't forget to download the free resource, Spiritual Needs of Cancer Patients, at healthhopeandinspiration.com. We'll see you next week.
2: Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic medicine, along with pastoral care, to help maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit Inspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits.